So, so wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to do it this time. So at the same time? Yeah, apparently. Oh, okay. Apparently at the same time. Is it recording now? Yeah. Okay. It, cool. it looks good. Okay. It looks yeah. good now. Um, yeah. So, yes. You've told me once before, but I want to hear it again. Yeah. What is the story of you and your mom going to look at some goofy ass house here in town? Okay. So my mom was looking for a new house for a while because she lives in like this monstrosity of a house that's like four bedrooms, two baths, a full basement. Like it's fucking Gee, large. Actually. It's a real big it house. It is actually a big house. I it's, didn't realize that. It's so big. And I mean, she's 66. Like she's, she doesn't need all of that house. Mm-mm. She doesn't like going up and down the stairs. So... We were looking at houses for a little while, and we go to this one that's like right in the smack, right smack dab in the center of the town, and she's she loves it. Like, we drive up to it, and it's like beautiful. It's like a northern style house, actually. I forget. Colonial, maybe? Is that what those are? Maybe? I don't know. Uh, but it's 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 a pretty house okay all right just not styled of the southern style ranch. It's not like a ranch. No, I okay. hate ranch houses. Ugh. This is so, a ranch. How dare you? I know. I hate it. It's fine. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Rude. So it, I am. It is what it is. So we drive up to this house and like her realtor is someone that she works with who does reality on the side. Mm-hmm. She's a really nice girl. She's like maybe five, six years older than me. Like my mom jokingly calls her like my other sister. <laughs> like she's so sweet. Her name is Jess. She's so nice. So she's shown us up to this house and it's got like... It's a two-story house mm-hmm. with a full basement. Mm-hmm. So we Ooh. go through the first floor. Three, f- three floors. Yes. And it's got all the original hardwoods. Like, it's really pretty. There's some water damage and some spots. And it's, like, being sold as is. Mm-hmm. So we're going through. And I notice there's no stairs to go upstairs. Wait, to the, like, to the second floor? Correct. To the second floor. Yeah, which is, it looks more like when you get up to the house, it looks more like a little attic space. So okay. there's like a singular room upstairs. Okay. And I, I can't figure out where the stairs are because I'm like, this is weird. My spatial awareness is telling me they're stairs. I can't find and, them. And where now the your, fuck are the stairs? And now your goblin brain is just yeah, I'm like, I I'm trying go to find there. the stairs. Gotta you go got to go. So... We're going through, and I get, like, these weird, like, my hair stands up in a couple of different spots, and I'm like, mm, I don't really know about this house. And then it's, okay, so let's go down to the basement. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I mean, that that's one floor I haven't investigated yet. All right, we'll get back to the attic in a minute. So we go down these treacherous-ass, like, awfully made stairs yeah. into a dirt basement. What the fuck? Yes. A completely dug out dirt basement. Uh-huh. So we get down there, and I'm like, okay. Hey, Mom, do you have a flashlight? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Is there no lights in the basement? <laughs> there is, but they're very, like, most of them are burnt out. So Jesus. The only wet lights that's, like, coming in, because, mm-hmm. like, the furnace is down there, um, and, like, the AC unit, and it's a gas furnace, I think. Okay. So there's, a like, one bare bulb in like oh, the very very you're center. gonna get fucking murdered in right. that basement I'm okay like, okay this is strange and then you can see in from the sides where it's like slightly open like the vents on the bottom of a house to help it like not yeah. mold yeah you can see a little bit from the side there i'm like okay do you have a flashlight and my mom's like yeah and starts digging in her purse like a cute little lady oh, fucking course pulls it out and tosses it to me and i'm like okay thanks and i straight up start like climbing up because it's Excuse like me? floor to s- floor to ceiling on like the main part of the basement 
It's probably like six, seven feet. Mm -hmm. And then there's this little section that you have to crawl up onto that's like maybe three feet. And I was like, I want to know what's back there. So I climb up there. Are you? Yeah. You did not tell me this part because I'm losing my shit that you were just like, hey, murder hole, basement wall. Let's fucking climb in it. Yeah, that's a good idea. Face fucking first. Right. So I climb up there and I like shine my flashlight and there's nothing there. And I'm like, okay, we're fine. So like I crawl a little bit and I'm like back behind where the. Uh, furnace is because mm-hmm. the furnace is in the tall part and mm-hmm. then yeah that's backed up yeah. against that little weird hole yeah. so i'm climbing around i'm just looking i'm like part way down i'm like okay i think i'm ready to get down like i wasn't scared i was just like i think i'm ready to get down and then like i got a weird feeling and i'm like okay yeah it's time to get down <laughs> so then i backed my way out because i didn't want to go forward so i was like Mm-mm. so like i just backed my way out and down and my mom was like oh no you got your clothes dirty and i was like oh shoot i did and then I go further into the tall part of the basement, okay, all the way back to the back corner, and someone has rigged like a table hanging from the ceiling. What the fuck? Yeah, like not just put on the ground like normal people, right? So I'm like, okay, that's strange. That's and I fucked. go over, and there's like nothing on the table, so that's it's a... not super spooky. But I'm like, that why? What was it being know. suspended from the ceiling with? Rope, just rope. What the fuck? I don't know. Sex I don't table. know why. It was either a sex table or a grow table. I'm assuming the previous owners grew marijuana down there. Oh, yeah. that's my more guess. Sense. That makes more sense. I don't know. Okay. Um. So a everything grow? seemed yeah like a grow setup. Yeah, but like why why does it need to be suspended? I don't know. I have no idea. Oh, that I did not have an answer to. I oh. have no idea. Sex table. You're so strange. <laughs> what do you mean? A sex table? No. Like. Okay, never mind. We're not like, gonna... like, I know what you mean, okay. but like, why in the basement of all places? That's creepy. Are... Okay. Yeah, we're on two different, like, wavelengths right now. It's okay, all right. fair it's enough. Fine. It okay, is what it we'll is. move on. Anyways. So then we go back to the, the main floor, right? We leave. Everything is fine. Mm-hmm. We go upstairs, and I'm like, okay, how do I get into the, the upstairs? And Jess goes, oh, I don't know. What do you mean you don't and know? I went, okay. This is your house. How do I do? Well, it's a house she's showing. Right. And I'm like, it's, how? It's... Okay, how do? And she's like, I don't know. So I look up to see if there's maybe like a ladder or something that'll lead me like the up. Adder, uh, yeah. the attic thing you pull down. There's not one anywhere in the house. I'm like, okay, that's a little weird. How are you gonna buy a house? I don't like and that. <laughs> not have access to a whole section of it. Right. So I got real annoyed and I started just going through every room because I'm like, it's gotta fucking be here somewhere. Because I went outside and walked all the way around the house and it's got on that second floor, it's kind of like sloped in mm-hmm. and there's two windows on the front and the back of the house. So like you have to be able to get up windows? there because there's windows. There are up windows. There. Yes. Glass windows. Yes. Okay. There's windows with screens. So I know you have to get up there somehow. So I'm like, how the fuck? So then I go back in the house and my mom's just talking to Jess. I'm like, I'm so mad. I can't figure out how to get in here. And my mom's like, oh, try this bedroom. And I'm like, what? What the fuck you mean try this bedroom? And she goes, I don't know. Just go look. And I was like, okay. And it's the room that's like next to where you go down for the basement. And I was like, all right, okay. And I go in and I would have to get a fucking ladder. But there's the little, like, ceiling hole. And I was like, okay, that's stupid. So, like, a quarter of the way up the wall, there's, like, the little things to get up there. And I'm like, I'm fucking doing it. And my mom's like, no, you're not. And I was like, what do you mean? I want to go up there. She stopped you? Yeah, she was like, I'm not going to buy this house. And I was like, but I want to know. But I still want to know. So she wouldn't let me go up there. Because she wouldn't help me find anything to, like, get me up off the floor far enough to be able to do it. Because uh. I don't have arm strength to pull myself up. Oh. So I was really mad. I was like, we need to go back. You should have called me. Yeah. And then as we were leaving, I swear to God, 
I looked up at those no like, things no. and I thought I saw a shadow. Bullshit. I swear to God. Like every time I drive by that house now, I'm like, you motherfucker, I wanted to go in that attic so bad. This is where this podcast could have <sighs> fucking started sooner. I know. And like as we were leaving, I told my mom, I was like, hey, so what if there's like, what if that was the murder hole? Like that's where they kept people, mom. There's like somebody the living up there. Yeah. There has to be. And she's like, well, you're not going to go find out. And I was like, but your mother is no fun. Your yeah, mother is very upset. Yeah. So that's my spooky 1800s house story. And I'm still mad that I didn't go up. But this the I'm house mad. has sold now. So can somebody knock, lives there. Can we knock on the door? Sure. I don't care. Okay. Yeah, we'll go over there. Doesn't all bother right. me a bit. We'll uh, go make friends. Doesn't <laughs> bother me at all. We're going we're gonna to bond over the fact that we saw a creepy ass shadow. What's in your attic? What's hey, in your attic? Hey, can I go up in your attic, please? I have a step stool in my car. <laughs> is, that all right? one. <laughs> is that okay thank you oh my god so yeah you did not tell me about that shadow part nope i don't really talk about the little shot i mentioned it to i think gary i think i told him mm-hmm. and i told my mom afterward like a couple of days later because i was like i'm pissed off you didn't let me go in there call jess and have her like take us back i'm glad now that she didn't let you go up there why what the fuck you mean why what what if it was probably a person it's not a person i mean it was at one point uh, okay <laughs> You know what was at one point? Yeah. These spooky stories. Yes. And all the ghosts that were once people. Yeah. Yeah. All ghosts hopefully were once people. Well, not even hopefully. I don't know. Oh, go- oh some ghosts. Some ghosts were people. Like the 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 understanding of ghosts being that it is a person who passed away yeah, is a person that wants, but not like we demons could, are different. Demons are not people. That's that true. existed. That's true. You hear that? Demons are not people. Ha! Don't. Not in my house. <laughs> not in my fucking house. Don't. We're not doing You'll this. You'll be okay. Shit. You'll be fine. And will I? Probably. But before we start, yeah. Tell me. I'm really proud of you that you did not ask what that I wanted to so bad, but I assumed you were going to show me on the podcast. Oh, yeah, that you, you assumed correctly. Yeah. Because I was trying to hide the emails from you. You're very bad at that. Did you I see? Just, I wasn't looking in them because I was like, oh, I'll see it when, when it gets here. So I did not look at the Okay, emails. so you didn't open them. No. Okay, so you have no. no idea what's in the box. Correct. What's in the box? I just know it was a thing from a place that does stickers. That's all I know. That's all I got. I guess they do do stickers. But that's not what I bought. What'd you buy? That's not what these are. What is it? I did buy the stickers, but they're not here yet. Okay. I want to make sure I get you the right ones. What the fuck? What the fuck? What are you doing? I don't know. What is happening? I told you I was up to no good. I know you did. That's why I didn't look. What's happening? Sometimes I I stress stress purchase things. Uh-huh. I'll do I'll do. Did you like... stress purchase these? Yes. Katie. <laughs> oh no. These ears? Are they good at least? Are they a good <gasps> stress purchase? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. That scream. Okay. Uh, here, okay. Hold here. on. Hold on. Technical. Okay. Open it. Okay. We'll get him. Okay. October sixteenth. Oh yeah. That's, that's I'm gonna cry. Yeah, you will actually. Oh no. What's this? This that's is not. You <laughs> fucking god. Slytherin. I'm such a dick. Yes. Oh, they sent a packing label with whatever's in here, so I haven't looked at what's in it. I just pulled out the packing label. <gasps> what is it? This is the best thing ever. It's a business card. Yes, I bought business cards. With my name on it. And it has a logo and the website. Look on the back. All of the things. And it's glossy. I love it. I love it so much. (laughs) Holy shit. So. Oh, God. I went on Vistaprint. These are the best. And I I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Business cards. Because I didn't want to like 
make flyers. Yeah. So I was like, business cards. Because like you could flyers. also like, I don't know, write your number on it and give it oh to somebody. God, but anyways. I'm so excited. So it's a glossy. It was like either matte or gloss. I was like, fucking gloss. So gloss it's got it's got our Haunt Her logo. And it's got, I bought 100 for me and 100 for you. I love it so much. Yeah. And then it's got our names on it with the website. And on the back are five qr codes yeah yeah there's all this stuff has our website the anchor.fm qr code the instagram twitter qr code and the patreon i'm gonna cry you look like you're about to cry i really feel like i'm about to cry this is the best thing ever <laughs> it's real holy shit it's real baby now we got <sighs> now we got now we got cards i love it and you can be like hi I how are you so much i'm my dad uh-huh still uh-huh. kind of like makes fun of me for having this podcast of so course he, you do so like we'll come out of the room and you have like ran yeah. in the bathroom and i'll come out he's like when i grow up he goes i want to be you and i was like you want to do a podcast i can Aww. set you up and he was like no so he no. makes fun of me <laughs> so i'll be like katie marie goes uh-huh. podcast yeah. extraordinaire and he'll be can like do this <laughs> stupid <laughs> well he's wrong yes so. he's wrong there's that so i'm so excited i am having trouble breathing oh this is the best thing i've ever seen oh i've never had a business card oh, me neither so now we know uh, this is the best feel good yeah okay yeah i love them you want to tell stories now yeah yeah I do. you are you gonna cr- you look like, i might <laughs> you look like you're fucking crying don't cry why are you crying it's so nice i'm so excited uh, it's fine okay Flip the coin. They're actually really great. Seriously, flip the corner. I will cry. Okay. You're already crying. You just sniffled. <laughs> I'm not. I have a little sniffles. Okay. No water has fallen from my eyeballs, okay? Mm, they're quite red. That's true. Ginger. Yep. Okay. What do you want? Me. Uh, let's do heads this time. You did head lo- heads last time, too. That's fine. <laughs> okay. What do you do about Nothing. it? You just, it's just a word choice. Shit. <laughs> Where did that go? Behind you oh, somewhere. It on tails. Oh, fuck. All right. You first, then. Oh, fuck. I gotta go first. <laughs> got him i'm gonna get the quarter and put it here before we lose it again and find it on good the floor good call so why katie yes we'll be discussing tell me the ancient ram inn oh shit oh my god okay what a what a fucking place what a fucking place you good over there yeah i'm your, great your eyes look dry now i'm yeah okay see, i'm getting it together it's fine i okay. can't i can't cry during scary stories so i just needed us to i be mean in. you might cry nope not this maybe not this story there's nothing like terribly horrifying just consistently horrifying oh nice so the ancient ram inn located in uk is coined the most haunted house in britain Ooh, like literally it's pretty rough so it's located in i want to just i just wanted to tell where it was just Mm -hmm. to say the name of where it's at i don't even know if i can say this right wanton under edge okay is where it's located okay which is a market town in this town, uh-huh. the ancient Ram Inn is the oldest building. I think second to the church that's there, but is one of the. It's like the oldest house place okay. there. Before construction of the building, it is super important to note that the land hosts a pagan burial ground oh. that has lasted for several generations and is over five thousand years old. Oh, yeah, so that's a good idea. Let's build on a graveyard used for a long time. Uh, a long time ago. Yeah. Okay. It was before the construction, before this town was ever, you know, yeah. erected, right? It was on marshy wetlands. Oh, climate change. Yep. Okay. Wait, what? Climate change? No, they redirected the streams. <gasps> I've been but betrayed. It's, impor- it's important to note that it's on wetlands because we'll, okay. we're, we're going to talk about a little bit of that. So okay. the, the pagan burial site, so coincidentally, mm. lies on a ley line. Oh, of and, course it do. And one of the lines, so that line crosses the site of Stonehenge. Okay. So 
so the inn that was buried over this pagan burial site is very close to intersecting ley lines, to major intersecting Ooh. ley lines. Uh, so it's it's pretty it's pretty happening. So between the pagan burial site and the ley lines, this this is it's these two aspects are what is believed to be why there are so many paranormal happenings mm-hmm. in this inn because the energy feeds the spirits. Yeah. It's so just so so is the theory of ley lines. Okay. As it yeah. Is. So a ley line from Stonehenge goes right through the middle of the inn. And it's only a couple blocks away from the intersection. That's kind of cool. Wild. So. I can dig on that. In 1145, the building was constructed as a home for the Masons, slaves, and other workers who were building the St. Mary's Church across the street from the inn. Okay. At the time, it was just a home to these people to oh, okay it was like the workers right so the, but then it turned into an inn but gotcha. i'm going to refer to it as the inn because it's still currently called the ancient ram inn okay right gotcha. so the church the original church yeah as a historian once depicted that the original building was constructed in 940 that is so 940 long ago. right so then apparently more was added on to the building so yeah. that's when they constructed the house so the streams that were running through the property, so that it was a marshy area, had to be redirected in order to drain the land. And this is said to have opened up the portal of dark energy once used in the pagan rituals, because a lot of bodies were buried in the grounds. Yeah, that'll as do we'll, it. As we'll find out. So, and also, running water is also a, um, a demon thing. Yeah, right. There's, so there's some something. There's a theory that with running water, there is like demon because like sometimes when mm-hmm. you hear running water, yeah, it's not actually running water. It's actually the sign of a demon. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yes, I think that was at Bobby Mackey's place where they heard water running and there was no water. Maybe. So here we are. Maybe. Yeah, we got to do that someday. We got to talk about it. So oh. once the church was completed, okay, the workers moved out of the house and the home became the house, the inn became home to a local priest in the area and then it that continually became the running theme is that priests bishops and monks mm-hmm. would stay at this place because it's, it's a multiple room obviously yeah in home. home and the church is right there yes that makes sense so after after the just that whole era mm-hmm. stopped and then it became an inn slash public house okay and also they, like a tavern kind mm-hmm. of thing so people would come in visit stay it was a, there was a couple of beds, right? Over the centuries, it was remodeled mm-hmm. and added to keep up with the changing purposes of the building and also to keep up with the styles of the century. Because if there's like a website that I found that actually broke down the different changes on the house. Oh, wow. And the different centuries it happened in. Oh, that's cool. Wild. Well, that's Britain for you. This shit's so old. Because it's so old. Yeah. So it'll tell you the centuries and like what was like the Gothic or whatever. That's so crazy. Isn't that crazy? Because it's oh. that fucking old. It was eventually closed mm-hmm. as an inn. And in 1968, the current owner bought the inn and dedicated mm-hmm. the building as his home. Okay. Reasonable. The gentleman's name is John Humphreys. Okay. He purchased the building and dedicated to saving the building from further decay of right. just existing. Right. So he had a bunch of stuff done to the house over the years mm-hmm. and also kept a lot of the stuff that's in the house that was originally okay. there. So like some of the owners and innkeepers, like whatever was there, they just left. He they left it and he also left it. So okay. a lot of the original beds, people's stuff cool but is also in the room. If he- is in the house. Yeah. Yeah. So on the first night of him sleeping in his home, which mm-hmm. is the inn, he met the spirits that uh, occupy oh. the inn. Okay, that's that's safe. By them ripping him out of his bed <gasps> by his arm. 
fuck off. Yes. So he he proclaims that his first night there, he was ripped out of his bed by a demonic force grabbing a hold of his arm and then dragging him across the floor. Fuck off. Since no. that night, he like scoured the he's been like mm-hmm. investigating the home, right? Because it's just been existing for so long and had so many so many histories, so many people. He has found clues of sacrificial rituals Ugh. and demonic worships on the grounds of the inn. I hate that. Why do people always do that? I don't know. Like just mind your business. Stay in your lane. <laughs> So he also found skeletal remains of children he believes were stabbed with an iron dagger for sacrifice. That's not fun. So That's for fun. some odd reason, and you can like look look it up, you can find pictures very, very easily. Mm-hmm. The concrete floor was dug up okay. in the middle of the inn, okay. like in the middle of the room, and digging in the earth were two children's remains with a dagger. An iron dagger that a local, I think like a museum, mm-hmm. confirmed that it was an iron dagger. Well, I mean, that's a reasonable consum- or, uh, conclusion to a reason. I tried to say assumption and conclusion at the, at same, the same time. time. And I said consumption. <laughs> that's not what this is. That is tuberculosis. Uh, no, I, that's a reasonable assumption based off of finding two children's skeletons and an, an iron, iron f- dagger. An, a dagger, yes. I hate that. And he left that site open. So you can go in and see like the open floor. I and, hate that too. Yeah. Oh no, this is just the hole in my living room. Oh my. Just don't worry about it. Weird. So step in it. It's decided to not dig up the rest of the floor. Yeah. In fear of just disturbing the spirits, disturbing the bodies, and just finding too much that the whole building yeah. has to be ripped up. So didn't do that. He quoted oh. in an interview. It was actually Ghost Avengers that went there and they did their preliminary before we do our investigation. He quoted that it's very rare for someone to come into his home and not be bothered by a ghost. Stating verbatim, there are so many entities in this building that it is impossible to count. Oh. The daughter accounts her time as a little girl in the inn and they use the place to operate as a bed and breakfast. I would hate to live there. Like, that would be the worst. Like, dad, no. uh -uh. Mm Uh-uh. We're out. She said that they actually had to stop using the place as a bed and breakfast mm-hmm. because their guests would actually get so scared in the middle of the night, they would leave the house through the window. They would just go out the window and that was that. Sounds like a 5,000 eat yourself out the window. It was. It's a 5,000 eat yourself. It's constant activity. <sighs> That's it's nonstop. Awful. So even though Humphreys stayed, Humphreys mm-hmm. stayed That's, and no. the wife and the daughters left him. So the daughter, the daughter claimed that the mother doesn't like to talk about the issues and the Mm -hmm. the nasty experiences that she said that she had in the house she doesn't talk about it she doesn't like to be interviewed about it but she said that it definitely fueled the marital issues Mm -hmm. that they were having so they they did actually divorce and she did actually leave yeah and the kids went with her because the place was so fucking awful yeah and i mean he chose the house over them which is also awful pretty awful because he stayed in it and he actually died there in 2017 oh shit i didn't know he died yep he died oh hot damn that's so 50 years he lived in that place fuck that no thanks almost 50 years jesus 68 to 17 that's a long time that's too long to stay in that fucking house so that's that's the uh that's the history it's very very short there wasn't too much with it but the hauntings let me fucking tell you all right let's go so one of the rooms is called the men's kitchen Okay. That's that was something. The men's ki- is it separate from the women's kitchen? Apparently. It's All been right. coined that. I don't know why. I don't know why anything is called anything. So, that's the room where the pagan burial grounds mm. was dug up. 
Okay. Right? That you can go in there and see that. So this room is also known to hear a baby crying. Oh, no. It's very common to hear that. And also, like that. it's super common to see shadow figures here. I can imagine. In this room. So that room is super clustered, super full of stuff. There's like a crow hanging from the ceiling. Oh, that's there's, classy. It, there's so much clutter in that house. You could not. Like that visit. part just freaks me out. Yeah, no, I couldn't <laughs> do it. I'd just clean your shit. During the height of the witch trials mm. in the 1500s, it is said that a woman escaped her trial by government-sanctioned witch hunters. Mm-hmm. She fled to the inn and stayed in one of the rooms. Okay. However, unfortunately, she oh, was no. caught. Oh, no. And burned at the stake. <sighs> so it is believed her spirit has returned to the inn and haunts a room that is what is now called the witch's room. Oh. It is said that she's in there. She is not nice. Very evil. Has a also a black cat. Some people have said that they've I seen a black cat. can understand why she's like that, though. Yeah. Because, I mean, if she wasn't bad before, she, she definitely is now. is now. A investigator took a picture of the witch's room from the outside mm-hmm. and he proclaims that in the image which i was watching the video and it was probably a little too blurry but the image shows kind of a face in the Ew. window Ew. which when you go up to the witch's room and he uh-huh. was kind of explaining it the face is behind the window but is in front of the candle no what is that called like candelabra? a candle holder a what candelabra sure is that a thing? Are yeah. you fucking with me? No, that's a thing. Is that the thing where it's like kind of goes like this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that. Yeah. Okay. So it looks like a menorah, but for everyone. Yes. Yeah. Candelabra. Uh, yes. You can kind of see like what he's talking about. And so while they were up there discussing the image and wh- where the face was, one of the investigators was mm-hmm. scratched. <laughs> which I know is your favorite. You know, I hate the scratching sounds. I also hate the scratchy skins. I don't like scratchy, it. Scratchy scratch. And also in this room, I don't know if some some shenanigans hooligan punk wrote this on the wall <laughs> some or, punk. or if somebody actually wrote this but oh, on no. the on the ceiling beams mm-hmm. someone wrote help me oh cool so it's pretty ominous pretty that's, creepy that's fun and fresh and new so in the bishop's room Ooh. is okay. one of the is the most haunted room in the ancient ram Inn. there is so much stuff going on in this room let's go wild so it is said obviously because of the name of the room yeah bishops and monks have stayed in this room over the course of the inn's existence. Mm-hmm. And apparently some of these bishops and monks were not good. Oh, of course not. Not, not good I mean, people. Takes all kinds. Two something. monks have been seen standing in the corner of the room and said to have looked like they were shimmering. Ew. Like they obviously weren't there, but like. Yeah, I don't like that. Shimmering? Yeah, I don't like that descriptive word. No. At all. Adjective? Is that the right word? Is that an adjective? Yeah, it's an adjective. Okay. I didn't do very well in Shirley English, so here we are. (laughs) A medium coming to investigate the room was flung across the hallway as she was trying to open the door and go into the room. No, thanks. This one's wild. While plumbers were in this room working, it is said that a Roman centurion appeared on horseback and rode through the wall and through the room. That doesn't make any sense either, but that was a story that I found. I'm literally just trying to figure out why. <laughs> right, that's not... Unless not even, he was, like, attached to an object and they brought the object with them or right. something. Which I have no idea. I mean, that's the only thing I could think of. I and found even that then, in two places, so I don't know what that's about. That's so, crazy. An apparition of a cavalier is usually seen walking across the room and disappears yeah. when it reaches the other side of the room. Also, I've also heard, found, huh. that just a black shadow will walk across the room. Okay, see, that one's more... 
Understandable. And I mean, I could imagine a cavalier doing that just because if it was like an open ground, right? Not a Roman centurion. Yep. Cavalier. That makes no sense. No. But I found that one. I don't like that. Here we are. Rumor has it that a man was murdered by having his head shoved into the fireplace. Obviously, when there was a fire. What the fuck? Because there was a fireplace in that room. And his screams can be heard from within this room. That gave me gold chills. That that one did it for you? Yeah, I don't like that. Also within this fireplace, which I think is wild that he found this, Humphreys was, he's, he's lived mm. in that house for 50 years, so obviously he's trying to like find every nook and cranny right. in the house, found a loose brick up in the fireplace. Like it's well up in the fireplace. Like he was had- cleaning it, maybe. 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 Uh, that, I don't mm-hmm. know. When he moved the brick, because yeah. it was obviously loose, yeah. he reached in and he pulled out two horseshoes, which he says coincides with devil worship because sometimes the devil is um, depicted as a goat with the cloven hooves. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. So sometimes it's just like if you find horseshoes. Oh, I hate that. Devil worship because of the cloven hooves. That's so weird. And like, why would they be hidden? Is, I guess, my next question. Because, like, right. we have, like, this this tradition. I don't know if it's, like, in the south or uh-huh. just, like, certain areas or whatever. But we have this tradition where you put your horseshoe upright to where, like, the opening is up. Okay. Because you're catching the luck. And it makes wherever it is, it makes it lucky. I have... N- I did not know that. Yeah. So, I don't know if that's a southern thing or what. But, like, that that's a thing that's I've heard. That's a thing. But I've never... Or it's devil worship. Because or- one of the hooves... One of the hooves... One of the... Uh, horseshoes. horseshoes was really small. I don't it was know. Pretty small. So that's wild, though. I never. Huh. Wild. So while I was watching the Ghost Adventures uh, episode, right? Ooh. Humphreys claims that ten people who have stayed in this room mm-hmm. had to leave and immediately go to a church to be exercised. Jesus, because they got possessed in that room. Ten that's a lot. People. Yep. That is more than one. That's. <laughs> One is a lot. That's Ten more is than, like excessive. That's more than zero. Jesus. What it fucking should be. So it's also said that the incubus succubus demon no. haunts this room as well. I don't like those. But in the room where Humphrey sleeps, because he doesn't sleep in any of the bedrooms. Okay. He kind of sleeps in like an open room on a couch with a blanket. Yeah. Because I also think he's a low-key sociopath for fucking staying there as long as he's been. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. No question this in my one. mind. Yeah, this one's a little rough. So he proclaims that he sees the the incubus succubus entity. Mm-hmm. It's one entity, right? And it just appears to you as whatever mm-hmm. gender, right? He has said that he has been raped by this demon mm-hmm. for a while. Okay. And continues to stay in the room. So he'll sleep there with his Bible. That. Yeah, and he'll just grab his Bible and then do a Lord's Prayer to get it to go away. What the fuck? And he says, like, it comes and sees him, like, multiple times a week. Jesus. All the time. It's rough. For those of you that don't know, uh, succubus slash incubus is a sexual demon. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, I don't... Why he continues to stay, I have no idea. But that's what he proclaims happens to him. And, like, he has, um, in his room, newspaper articles about, like, stuff he's, like, yeah. openly told the public that happens in that house. In. I hate that so much. Yeah. Wild. So when he was attacked, mm-hmm. he actually got someone to photograph or he jumped up and took mm. a photograph and you can see like this white mist haze no. standing by his bed. No. Nope. No. I don't like that. You don't? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. No. I thought you would have. No. <laughs> no. So we'll move on. In the attic of the inn, uh. 
It's a story of that a former innkeeper's daughter was hung in the attic in the 1500s. No. She lived up there, and it said her her stuff is still up there. Like, there's a bed up there, and that's where like she that stayed. Either. Yeah, no, because it's fucking creepy in the attic, and all of her stuff is still up there. So she's, she's up there, apparently, because she got hung. Spirits of rit- uh, ritually sacrificed children are up there. Mm-hmm. Um, spirits that have been exercised are mm-hmm. in the attic. Uh, other hauntings have said to have been incurred at the attics by like mm-hmm. mediums and psychics that have, that have come to visit and that's what they report on feeling in the attic strange lights that have been seen by the naked eye and orbs that have been captured on camera have also been seen in the attic gross so this one's great oh people no. sleeping in the bishop's bishop's room mm-hmm. which is right below the attic space okay. have said that they can hear something heavy being dragged across the floor of the attic, so the ceiling to the bishop room. What's getting dragged? We don't know. A person? Probably. See, this is why I wanted to go in that attic of that house. Because <laughs> I wanted to know what was up there. Well, I want to know what's up there, too. The ancient ram in. I want to know. You want to know? Yeah. We're not going. Okay. That one you're going by yourself. I don't really want to go there, okay. to be honest with you. This right. is the one that I'm like, mm, I think I'm okay. No, okay, good. Thank, Thank God. you. Okay, all right. So, um, even the staircase is haunted. Of course it is. Uh, it was... Jeffrey Humphrey's grandson said that him and his buddy saw a white mm. mist standing on the staircase. Gross. And anytime they see a mist or uh-huh. like a dark shadow, they always assume it's the incubus, succubus demon in the place. Okay. Because it apparently moves, proclaims that it moves everywhere throughout the, well, the inn. Yeah. Which is wild. I don't like that. So no, I don't like free roam demons, man. No. And, and I don't appara- like them free range. <laughs> and apparently in June of 1999, a picture was taken. Mm-hmm. Of the same white mist standing on the staircase. Gross. So there's an actual picture of that. Does it just like wait at the staircase to hear where people go and then like dash after them? Maybe because also people walking up the staircase have been either shoved or thrown down the staircase. Rude as which fuck. Which is crazy because the staircase is literally so narrow. If you can imagine a yeah. 1145 staircase, it's yeah. not built I- for six foot tall people. No, everybody was the size of a rail. Yeah. Very small. And very small. So it's a very narrow staircase. Ew. And you get shoved down it. That's so mean. So in the 1800s, a barn was built on the property as okay. kind of like an addition. And you can access the barn from the house. Okay. So you don't have to weird. go outside. Yeah. That's weird. It's super weird. And it's, of course, it's cluttered. There's shit all in it. it drives me nuts. The spirit of a male mm. haunts this part of the inn. Okay. And takes particular liking to blondes who come and visit. And it is noted Gross. that it touches their boobs and butts. Jerk. What a jerk. <laughs> it grabs, I put ass and titties in my notes. Of course but. she did. <laughs> of course she did. <laughs> so apparently blonde, blonde women who go in there, which is really odd. So that's kind of funny. So I, a, apart from that male spirit, there is another entity that lurks in the barn. It is, it is depicted as a dark mass, mm-hmm. just a dark misty mass. And... It stands at usually seven feet tall. That's fucking huge. Yes, it's huge. Like, that's what people have reported that they see is just a giant mass standing-ish kind of humanoid, right? So it's usually more aggressive towards men if it feels threatened by them. Okay. Also, the wall in the barn had to be readjusted because I guess just to preserve the building, right? Certainly, So when... The wall was moved backwards. They mm-hmm. obviously had kind of like dig up the ground. They just found bodies all along where they were digging. Cool. So whoever decided in the 700s or whatever, whenever the fuck this was built, yeah. that 
that they were just gonna put it right on top of a burial fucking stupid well yeah because like christians wanted to wipe out pagan history yeah kind of thing so it's just like oh well even though we adopted their calendar let's not talk about that (laughs) anywhere (laughs) (laughs) sorry i I forgot that triggers you so it's fine while i i didn't really say who this particular person was but there was a father and a son visiting mm-hmm. and kind of touring the place i don't know if they were on a tour if they were yeah. coming to smudge what what they're i don't know they, yeah. he was just like here i am he's an eyewitness yeah his son they didn't say how old he was but i'm assuming young right okay was visiting that barn area and was picked up about six inches off the floor his father saw it the son was like holy shit right said it happened for about a few seconds kind of just levitated there and then was promptly thrown at the wall i got a question i have an answer maybe why would you take your young child? Yeah. I mean, it made it not so, a young child. Why would you take your child, regardless, someone under 18, mm-hmm. to a place where... It's uber haunted and there's ch- children sacrificed there? The children sacrifices. Why Why would you do that? Because ghosts aren't That's real. That's the question. Ghosts aren't real? Like, I don't give a shit about the rest of it. Take them to haunted places. But why would you take them somewhere that it's very obvious children were murdered? Wow. Education. <laughs> That parent's an idiot. Oh, anyway, but let's proceed. It's fine. So, there is a lot of investigators oh, for that sure. go yeah. to this building, right? A lot that of British sense. British people. So, I found one video that <laughs> a I... Lot, a lot of British people in Britain? Of... Really? Are there? Are there? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <clears throat> you good? Yes. So, okay. I watched some videos, and this this one happened to particularly be my favorite. So, okay. it's a group called Unilad. Oh, that's cute. U-N-I-L-A-D. Yeah. It's all in caps. So I watched their video because I wanted to kind of see like a better view of what the building layout was. So I watched their video. And what I thought was super interesting is rooms that they went in. And there's like five of them, right? And they're just like going. They're just walking through the like they're not even doing an investigation. They're just recording and walking and talking. And they have like a huge massive bottle of holy water. And it's great. I'm down. So when they were in the room. Well, the skeletal remains on the floor. I think it's called the men's kitchen. I think yeah. that's the room. There's, like I said, there's a, I think I said there's a crow hanging from the ceiling. Yeah, you did mention that. And I said, what the fuck? Yes. When they're in the room and they first walk in, mm-hmm. nothing's moving, right? Yeah. So they kind of all spread around like the small little area that has the, the, the hole in the ground. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, the crow that's hanging starts spinning. And it, it, you could see it was not moving when they walked in. And once they all got settled, then it started to kind of spin. But what was funny was, and they pointed this out, the crow would start at one side where it was originally looking, which is yeah. where the first guy was standing. And then it would spin to as far as where the last person was standing. And then it would go back. And then it went back. I hate that so much. Oh, it gets worse. So when they went over, they went over to the wall, which you have to go kind of like, across mm-hmm. over the burial site which was in the opposite direction where the crow was looking yeah it cuts to another scene and the crow had spun and look was at looking them? at them up against the wall what and it was not spinning when they walked in the room so it, that was just why would you put a stuffed crow in a haunted place right my i next hate question. that fucking place it's so dirty so Everywhere, they, they went to two other places, and there was stuff, like, hanging from the ceilings, like trinkets. One was a trinket, and one was, like, a lamp, and they, w- they would start swinging and moving. What the fuck? When they walked Stop. in, nothing was moving. I hate that. Why would you do that? And then the shit from the ceiling started hanging, and they are like, that wasn't, that was not moving when we walked in. Why is it swinging now? Like, there's no that. breeze. They weren't moving around hard enough to 
create a draft. Like, that doesn't make sense. So they also were walking along, and one of the pictures was just laying on the floor. That was clearly hanging up before they went in. That's the rudest thing I've ever heard. And that's something the daughter also said is that pictures would you you wouldn't hear them. You uh-huh. would just find them on the floor. Oh. You would oh, just a quiet fi- ghost. Yep. You would just find stuff moved around. He quietly throws things quietly. on the ground like a twelve year old yeah. throwing a tantrum. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool. <laughs> See all that. But then Ghost Adventures goes there. <gasps> And Tell they, me all about they the do a bites. really big dumb weird thing. Of course they I, they do a big dumb weird thing in mine too. Oh, do they? Yeah, they do. Okay, cool. <laughs> so for some weird odd reason, Zach brings in a witch named Lady Snake, and I think she's a black witch. I don't even. She's, she's a little, not a good witch. No, she's a little on the rougher side. Uh, Zach thought it was a good idea to start do a ritual to invite in paranormal experiences, especially the incubus succubus demon. And, like, open himself to that, which which is debatable of, like, his whole, like, haunting downfall health issues Buddy. that he's having now. Because that was a while ago they yeah. went there. When they started the ritual, there's, there's a reason why I bring it up. When they started the ritual and he was laying, on, laying in the circle that she drew, whatever, there was a very obvious growl what? that originated at the altar with all oh, her no. knickknacks on it. Yes. No, 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 no. It was no. loud. They all heard it in turn. It was like, oh my fucking God. No. And the witch was like, that's the succubus. She coming. She coming. And what was wild is like. I don't like, know what that noise was that I made, but I felt that in my soul. Okay. And I'm really. That's fine. Scared. If that's what you need to yeah. do to cope. I'm a little cool. scared. I'm, mm, I don't normally get this scared. So Go ahead. When they're, when they're in, when they're doing this ritual, I forgot what room they were doing it in. I think. Okay. I think it was the witch's room. They might have been in the bishop's room, actually, because it was the fireplace. When she started it, and they were all standing there, they're fine. Like, it's just, they're all wearing, like, their shirts and their whatever. They're not complaining of anything. And then, all Mm -hmm. like, while Zach's laying down and after the growl, everyone's like, it's getting cold. It is getting wildly cold. Like, they all have goosebumps. They're getting cold. And a next scene cuts to Aaron, and you can see his breath. Fuck. You can just see how cold it is in that room all of a sudden. And I don't it's like just, that. Oh, so cold. Don't know why. I mean, we know why, but we don't know why. We all know why. So they do, they continue on their investigation. It wasn't, it wasn't too impressive, some of the things that they caught, but they caught a lot of EVPs. One of them saying, I don't like you when Zach was standing on the grave. <gasps> like a dick. Oh, no. Yeah. So, got that, EVPs. This one was pretty good. When they were below the attic, kind of like standing in the open way, Zach was just like, these British ghosts are stupid. And as soon as he says that, you just hear these loud. They didn't even have to enhance the audio. It was super fucking loud. Bang, 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 bang. Like, in the attic. Say that one more time. No. No. I don't like that. Oh, my God. Yeah. So... There's odd bangs there. Uh, while they were upstairs, there was a loud, like, it sounded like a door being slammed shut uh-huh. downstairs. They caught, they, I watched the clip. It kind of just seemed like a glitch in the system, right? You know, like some binary stuff, like a matrix thing matrix going on. situation. Yeah, so they, it's, it kind of looked like there was a shadow moving from the bishop's room, kind of like out into the hallway down the stairs. But it was just kind of like a weird, just glitch in the side of the camera, oh. it looked like to me. But Aaron yeah. was like, I'm trying to re redo that and it, yeah. I can't do it. So just interesting little shadow flicker on the camera. I don't like those. And then just disembodied voices nonstop. Like I think Nick was sitting in the bishop's room, then it was just 
go time for like 10 seconds of just Mm -hmm. like knocks and breathing and talking and he said something got thrown at him so it was just wild wild but then the so the last thing that happened which is probably zach's own issue his own fault of doing that stupid ritual he said he said he went home or went went to the hotel that Uh night and he went to sleep and he said he had a nightmare of a woman with long dark hair and i think he said either like just streaks down her face or like blood mm-hmm. coming down her face with long nails touch kind of like touching his face and he said every time it felt like it was touching his face he said it was hurt and he woke up in a panic mm-hmm. breathing heavily like he just was not feeling good so when he ended up meeting nick and aaron the next morning aaron noticed three scratches on his neck no yep probably, I- probably one of the dumbest thing he's actually ever done <laughs> no yep that's what that's what happened so i don't like that that's the ancient ram inn it is just non-stop non-stop i hate that i hate that humphrey fellows live like living there until he died mm-hmm. lost I his hate, family yeah would rather I hate stay there all of that happens because like 100 percent real for a minute kids like that's what demons do is they isolate you from anyone and everyone that cares about you that is what they do. Wow. And he, and he did it. That demon didn't even succeeded. Rea- didn't even realize it. Yeah. That fucking sucks. That sucks. Yeah. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. But here we are. And he died. He passed away. Now the daughter owns it. Okay. And I don't know if you can still go there with the whole pandemic going on. But right. um, I saw that she still does allow for investigations. And more, more historic. Yeah. She wants to make note that... Um, she wants more historic tours to come in and to learn the history of like yeah which it, i mean it is, is what it's understandable is. yeah because nobody lives there now right so and nobody should fucking live there agreed i think you should be able to pay x amount of money and sign a waiver to spend the night i think that's a great idea but do you yes i think that's the worst idea i think no one should fucking stay there well i mean uh, i'm a capitalist at heart man yeah i know you are <laughs> oh god so how about you, some other because you other were speaks. you were having a gasp i was while you were doing your I research was having a time and it was all thanks to bagel bites but that's going to be at the end <sighs> you're welcome so, I'll, so show you, I'll show you some of the stuff that made me like gasp scream yeah because uh, you like were sitting behind me and you screamed yes. and it scared the shit out of me because i i have never seen the kinds of things captured mm-hmm. on camera mm-hmm. before yeah so oh right. even even the ghost at um st augustine lighthouse where it like oh. looks over the railing and it's just like that one Ooh. was really good this one that i'm gonna say is like on par with it with that oh yeah, fuck no oh fuck no yeah it's, i don't like it i don't like it okay okay so zoe please tell me what your topic for today <sighs> right. is so we're gonna be talking about the Velisca axe murder house mm. in Velisca, iowa so first things first everyone if you are, are like uh, do not do well with murder. This is a little true crimey in the beginning because I have to tell you what happened in the house. So it's historical, but it is a murder. Oh, so, so it's like a like a documented whole murder yes, murder. Like a big murder murder. Oh, okay. So, so not if, like the 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 no. innkeeper's farmer was hung from the No, it's just No. Okay. No, this is like well doc it happened in 1912, so it's well documented. Damn. There's pictures and I'm not going to show anyone. Please don't um, show me. If you want to look at them, Google them yourself. Uh, but if you do not do well with blood, if you do not do well with murder or descriptions of murder, please do not listen to this section. Yeah, because we didn't want to do true crime. No. But if it's haunted. And it very well is. 
So we'll, just we'll do the history. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's 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 do it. Let's get it. So, a small, quiet, white farm like frame farm style house mm-hmm. sits at the end of a very quiet street in Villisca. Its windows are completely board, boarded up, and it seems abandoned. Okay. So that's the current day description of this house. Oh, okay. So the history begins Sunday evening, June 9th, nineteen twelve. Josiah Moore, his wife Sarah took their four children, Herman, age 11, Catherine, age 10, Boyd, age 7, and Paul, age 5, to the Children's Day service at the Presbyterian Church in their town. Okay. They had two neighborhood daughters, like two neighbors' daughters. Yeah, yeah. Who accompanied them because they wanted to hang out, go to the thing, and then spend the night at the house. That's like six children. Correct. Disgusting. Go ahead. Yes. That's too many children. (laughs) So their names were Lena... Lena, excuse me, Lena, age 12, and Ina, age 8, Stillinger. So the Stillinger sisters. Okay. The Children's Day service was an end-of-the-year Sunday school program thing, and Sarah Moore was co-director, and some of her children were in the play. Okay. So they were doing that. They had fun. They hung out with their friends until around 9.30 in the evening, which was late. That's late. In 1912, that was late. So That's the heathen hour. Ooh. So they walked the three blocks from the church back to their house. They had some milk and cookies, had a good time, and then everybody went to bed. 7.30 the next morning, Mary Peckman, an elderly neighbor, became very concerned when she noticed that the house was quiet and nobody was up and doing things. Because it's 7.30 in the morning, the mom would already be up getting the kids ready, the husband would be getting ready to go to work. Oh, yeah. Nobody was doing anything. Oh, no, no, no. She went to knock. Nobody answered. So she got really nervous. She called Josiah's brother, Ross who arrived around 8 a.m. to look around. He unlocked the door, entered the house, and in the back bedroom on the first floor, because it's a two-story house, Mm -hmm. in the back bedroom, he found two figures covered in blood with a bedsheet over them. He freaked the fuck out. Yeah. Left the house. Oh, shit. Called the police. Called uh, Marshal Henry Hank Horton. Hank is his nickname. Okay. Saying, something terrible has happened. Come quick. Hank arrives around 8.30. Well, it just gets worse. Right. Went through the house and found, quote, somebody murdered in every single bed. Oh. The partially cleaned murder weapon was left leaning against the downstairs wall outside of the bedroom of the visiting Stillinger sisters. The axe had belonged to the Moors, so the killer had gotten the axe and then killed everyone. Oh. All eight people in the house had been bludgeoned with the blunt end of the <gasps> axe 20 to 30 times a piece. How did no one wake up? I don't know. How did, I have no idea. There's eight people in the house and no one heard that? No. No no idea. What the fuck? Yep. That's what I said. Okay. Because there's three rooms in this house. The parents were in one room. Their children, the more children, all four of them were in one room. And then the Stillinger sisters were downstairs in a room. How did nobody, like, anyone else hear them? How did... If or, one person in the room getting attacked... Right. Why didn't they try and overpower the guy or run away or scream like anything? So I don't know. Okay. Here we are. All right. Every single victim, their head after they had been attacked, Mm. after their skulls were crushed, were covered with a bedsheet or clothing. Every single one of them. That's weird. Every single mirror in the house was covered with a piece of clothing or a towel. Mm -hmm. Why? I don't know. What the? Vamp? Vampire? I don't understand. I don't either. The police noted that the ceilings of the two upstairs bedrooms, which were a little bit lower than the downstairs, mm-hmm. that ce- both of those ceilings had 
gouge marks from the upswing of the axe. That's a tall person. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of force to gouge out of the ceiling. <sighs> they also found some crazy things at the scene other than the murders. How, what? Okay. The first was a four pound slab of bacon leaning against the wall next to the axe. No, it was uncooked. I have no idea why it was there. No clue. Okay. The murderer also left a plate of uneaten food and a bowl of bloody water on the table. Ew. Oh, he probably washed the, his hands. Mm-hmm, that's exactly what the police assumed is that he had washed his hands afterward. Ugh. Oh, he <sighs> murdered and then he ate. Mm-hmm. What? Yep. I d- oh, okay. I All don't right. have an explanation. Nope. Okay. You're going to be very unsatisfied. Okay. The investigators determined that shortly after midnight, a stranger entered through the unlocked door, which wasn't uncommon for small, safe towns. Yeah. That's why you lock your doors, kids. Please, please lock your doors. He plucked an oil lamp from the table and kept it very low so he could see what he was doing, but it wasn't bright enough for people to see outside the house. Okay, there's a light on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He went upstairs, killing Mr. and Mrs. Moore first, moved to their four children next, and then finally the visiting sisters downstairs. He then left, making taking the house keys with him and locking the door behind him. An alternate theory is that while the family was at the church event... He hid in the attic until they fell asleep around midnight. He came out of the attic, killed everyone, and was done by 1245. So, either way, the time frame was around 1245 when he left. Okay. So. That's that's a that's a sh- kind of a short period of time because... To kill eight people? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. After the investigation was completed, the initial investigation in the, in the house, police walked outside the front door to where a hundred assorted people from the town were. Okay. And said... Hey, you probably shouldn't go in there. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, you probably shouldn't go in there. And then they left. And what do you think those hundred fucking people did? All through the crime scene. They went in, looked at stuff, took stuff. They let people into Mm -hmm. the house? Yep. What? 1912 police were wild. (laughs) What? Yeah. So it's not uncommon for people to take things when they want to commemorate some like piece of history right like they want to have some piece of history they're all haunted every single hundred one of them is fucking haunted now because i mean we see stuff like that with when the berlin wall was broken down like people take bricks from that yeah took bricks right that makes more sense right not eight people being you know murdered right somebody took a piece of josiah's skull (laughs) yeah (sighs) yeah like like and this wasn't like that's the murderer that guy right there what right and this wasn't like after it was clean so that's that's why it's not okay that's why it's illegal now to let people in yeah because they're fucking stupid why would okay so the police had very few leads as you can imagine after the town had destroyed their crime scene they brought in bloodhounds to try and find a lead but of course that didn't work because you'd had a fucking hundred people plus your killer all in and out motherfucker right one of the, there were several suspects that were like fairly well, like, hmm, it's one of these guys. The first one was a man named Frank Jones, a local shop owner who was in a competitive business with Josiah, the dad. Mm-hmm. Josiah had actually worked for Frank for seven years before starting his own rival business. Mm. Okay, okay, blood feud. Here there we go. was also a rumor that Josiah was sleeping with Frank's daughter in law. Oh, gross. There, it was just a rumor. As far as we can tell, okay. that superstitious, upset town pe- townspeople made up. Gotcha. To, no, oh, no, it makes sense. Oh, yeah, probably. No. So, here we are. But the townspeople will still insist to this day that the Moors and the Jones had a fierce feud going on. Mm-hmm. No idea. No idea. No idea. No one knows. 
1912. This is the one that makes the most sense to me. Okay. So here we are. Tell me. Uh, authorities found Reverend Lynn George Jacqueline Kelly as their main suspect. What a fucking name. He arrived in Villisca for the first time the Sunday morning that they died. Murdered. Right. Okay. He attended that same church and saw that school performance. And then the discover, like the the morning of the discovery of the murders, mm-hmm. he was on a train out of Villisca at five eighteen in the morning, five before, hours after the murder, before they had been found. Okay, saying eight souls, eight dead souls in Villisca were butchered in their beds while they slept. He was saying that he was telling passengers that, and he needed to leave. So, but he didn't. But that was before the bodies were found. Correct at five eighteen in the morning. Mm-hmm. So how did he know? How did he know? Also, he was left-handed, which police determined the killer had to have been just due to how the blood splatter was. Right. So there's that. Okay. Okay. A dry cleaner a few towns over had reported he received bloody clothing from Kelly a few days after the murders. It's this fucking guy. Right? Come on. Hello. Kelly apparently also asked the police for access into the house after the crime by posing as a Scotland Yard officer. Oh, my God. And he was, of course, granted access. So here we are. So even if DNA had been the thing that they used at the time, his would have been there because they fucking let him in. That's why you don't let people in? Correct. He even signed a confession to the murders. And he still wasn't convicted? It was almost immediate. Like, he almost immediately refuted that, saying that it was only under duress, police brutality duress, that he signed that confession. So, Bruh. the jury refused to indict him, and he was acquitted in November of that year. I swear to God. Mm-hmm. And he can't be tried again. Nope. Nope. Double jeopardy. That's so cool. That's annoying. Very much so. So, the investigation continued for 10 years. No other person was charged, and the murder is unsolved to this day. Police looked at every possibility was this a single attack or part of a larger string of murders? A local guy or a traveling killer? Other similar crimes began happening all over the country during the same time uh, period. No. Was it because that one was broadcasted? No idea. Okay. None of the others were as gruesome as this one. Mm. This was the worst. Okay. They did have two other common factors with this one, though. An axe was always the murder weapon, and an oil lamp burning extremely low were both left at the scene. So. Okay. Mm. Huh. There are a lot of movies actually inspired by the events at, at the Velisca House, mm-hmm. including Tell a me. 2004 documentary titled Velisca Living with a Mystery, another released in 2013 on the 101st anniversary of the murder, titled The Axeman Enigma, the real life inspiration behind Slay Utterly. Okay. And then in 2017, Netflix released a fictional horror film titled The Axe Murder of Velisca. Which actually sounds like one we should watch. No, it's, it doesn't sound like one we should watch because Netflix. This one is about three paranormal investigators investigating in the house. Wait, real? No, no, it's it's a it's a fictional horror. Oh, film. oh. but I feel like it would be really fun to watch. <sighs> Either way, you said it's a movie. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about it. Perfect. We'll see. That's all I need is for you to tell me. We'll talk about it. <laughs> I can convince you by God. Nah. So in 1930, a couple moved into this house. Oh. Okay. Because they cleaned it up and they resold Cause, it. Because that's where I want to live. Yeah. They didn't tell them <gasps> what happened. 
in the house. They just, oh, here you go. Here you go. Here's a nice, pretty house just recently renovated oh. with a lot of bleach and formaldehyde. Wee. <laughs> so the wife would wake up in the middle of the night to see a shadowy figure standing over her and her husband hefting an axe up like he was about to smash it down on them. Zero to a fucking thousand. Oh, my God. She would hear children whispering all over the house. Did not matter where she was, she would hear it. I'm going to vomit. She would hear loud bangs. Also going to vomit. When she told her husband he didn't believe her. Prick. And being the big, strong man he was, decided that he was going to stay up the whole night so he could protect her while she was sleeping. Fabulous. What happened to him? Tell me. He never told her what happened or what he heard, but he woke her up that night and was like, look, we're moving. We're not staying here anymore. That was in 1930. Wait, so we don't know what he heard or saw? No idea. But enough to make a grown-ass man in the 1930s Uh want to move. Yep. So it must have been pretty fucking bad. Pretty bad. Or pretty not bad, and it freaked him out, and he never... That's why I never wanted to tell people. Either way. Okay. Either way, way. something happened. Cool. Another family moved in, and the grandfather of that family flat refused to sleep in the house. He would not do it. Damn. He built himself a shack out back so (laughs) he had somewhere to sleep. Of course he did. Because during the day, he was like, oh, yeah, this is fine, but he would not sleep in there. Damn. Real funny. The front door apparently will just stay open all the time. Like, Does, like it doesn't matter if it's locked or at one point they tried to barricade it. It opens like, by itself. Just from being closed, it will mm-hmm. open and then stay open. Yep. Just be open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they barricaded the door because they were like, this is fucking ridiculous. Like I'm going to sleep. I need this to stay closed. All of the stuff was pushed to the side. Oh, fuck. And the door was open. Oh, my fucking God. Yup. Okay, cool. That's fun. Neat. In, in the 60s, another family moved in. So these parents often worked away from their house. Okay. And would leave their two daughters alone <gasps> oh, in the house. Oh, no. The girls would wake up in the middle of the night to hear children crying <sighs> next to their bed. <clears throat> and occasionally that crying would be followed by screams. It wasn't an all-the-time occurrence, but sometimes. No occasionally when they left their rooms they would go back and find their dresser drawers open and clothes are like thrown all over the room damn the father didn't believe them cool that's nice or the mom mom didn't believe him either that's nice too this story is focused on the father until one night the dad was sharpening his knife on like a whetstone Mm -hmm. and something happened and he stabbed himself in the hand with his knife what yep Something happened and Something he happened. stabbed himself. Yep. Through the hand. Through through the hand. And then they moved. What? Uh-huh. What? Yeah. It just gets fucking wor- it's weirder. It's just weird. Weirder. It's just weird. Okay. The house was bought in 1994 by Martha Lynn, who still owns it to this day. She wanted to pres- preserve the historical home because... The town was talking about tearing it down because it hadn't been lived in in a while. Right, because no one wants to live in a fucking haunted, infested bullshit. Correct. Nobody wants to hear kids screaming. Or crying. (laughs) So you can take daylight history tours or you can book an overnight stay in the home for about 450 bucks a night, but you get the whole house. She's smart with her money. (laughs) (laughs) Many people don't make it through the night because they hear so much stuff and this house just goes constant even during the day hard yes tours have been ended early are you shitting me 100 percent. i would do a daylight tour there it's pretty nuts so i'll get into that in a second but oof. if people try to stay alone in the house they have a less 
like a much lower chance of being able to make it through the whole time. Right. So there was this one guy who wanted to stay in the house overnight by himself. Okay. I think he was like a local DJ or something. Uh, okay. I believe. Like a radio yeah. talk show yeah. guy. Okay, he okay. He was like, I can fucking do this. this. So he went to sleep and he got woken up in the middle of the night by loud banging, which... Should not be happening. He's there alone. Are, yeah, there are a lot of reports of objects flying or falling or getting thrown to. Jesus. So that could have been what it was. And he said right next to his head mm. where he was like laying on the bed, he mm. heard like children giggling. And he was like, no, fuck this. I'm done. And left. Jesus. So now we get into the real hauntings. Don't, oh, what? Oh, okay. Yeah, that was just some, some more history with a little bit of hauntings interspersed. Okay, tell me. Every owner that leaves the house, it is because they see a shadow of a man over them with an axe. That's consistent. People will see that. Mm. They hear Mm-mm-mm. footsteps, especially in the attic. In the attic. Chil- mm-hmm. In the attic. Yep. They'll hear children's laughter. Okay. And then they'll hear children crying or screams. Doors and cabinets will slam, like, will open by themselves and Mm -hmm. then slam closed. But does anybody see that? Yes. Oh, don't like that. Okay. Me either. I don't like that at all. (laughs) There is, of course, a heavy atmosphere and a feeling of dread in certain rooms, especially the rooms where the deaths occurred. There's very cold wind gusts when communicating with spirits when there's no wind. Like outside. Yeah, the, the windows no. are shut. Correct. Okay, cool. Sometimes people will experience white light surrounding your whole body or... Excuse me, what? Or certain like singular limbs of your body. No one else can see the light. Except just for you. you. So you look down and your arm is like glowing and you're like, what the fuck is happening? And f- nobody else can see it. I don't like that, that one. And multiple people have reported that? Yeah. Oh. Correct. No. I don't like it. So there is a an angry presence that when you go to look out of the windows, you'll like straight up be pushed away from the window. Like it won't let you look outside. That one's that's that's a new one. I don't like that. I don't like that one either. Don't touch me. Some people have reported being held down. Other people have reported being scratched. Mm. Always with those three little claw marks. Three three little marks. Mm-hmm. So here's some specific paranormal investigator stuff. Tell me. So there was an investigator that was spending the night in the house with a group. He was in the farthest upstairs bedroom. Okay. His group heard him yell. He was by himself. (laughs) Idiot. They used their two-way radio and was like, hey, bud, you good? As they're like walking. And he comes over the radio and he's like, help. Oh. I need help. And they're like, oh, fuck. And then they take off running. They get up there. He has been stabbed in the chest with a knife. What? Yeah. Where? Who? Was it his knife? Yeah. He had, I don't know why he pulled the knife out. The police report that I looked at, because it was recent enough, there was a police report. Okay. Said that it looked like it had been a self-inflicted wound. Okay. But when he was asked, he said, I don't know what happened. I just, it's like I just blanked out. Like, I went into a fugue state. I don't know what happened. That's like the dude who stabbed his hand. hmm Yeah. Something happened, and he stabbed himself. Weird. Weird. <laughs> So here we are. I don't, I don't like that one. I don't at all. like that. I have cold chills. Yeah, oh Jesus, that, that one's bad. That one gets me real, real bad. So here, here's how I started my next bullet. Uh, children, of course, are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you why. Please tell me. They broke in to use Ouija boards 
Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> no, I'm serious. Oh my fucking god. Yeah. Stupid. So, okay. Yeah. So they broke in to use Ouija boards. Oh my and god. Oh my. some have actually practiced the occult in the house. Like there are symbols and stuff written on the walls that shouldn't be there. I'm about to start crying. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. It's it's not good. Ooh. Did, did anything become become of the children playing the Ouija board? I'll let you find out in a minute as I continue to read. Okay, tell me. So spirits in the house really love the flashlight game. Like immediate responses. You pull it out. You start talking to them and that motherfucker goes. Damn. Like immediate. Damn. They also seem to be really responsive to opening and closing doors. So, so you need- you'll ask them, hey, can you open that door? And they'll open it. It's the fucking children. I have a video where this happens that I'll show you and we'll post on Twitter later. Okay. But it's, it's fucking crazy. Like, that's what made me go. <gasps> oh, okay. Yeah. You scared- okay, that was the Yeah, one. that's the Scare noise the that I made, out everyone. Okay, cool. So you can also play with the children with like bounce bounce balls like those like big blow up balls right yeah like it'll roll around the floor and like in a circle and then like back to you and it's not like that slow roll that stuff does yeah. when it's just rolling on a floor it's like fast rolling <laughs> i don't like it no i don't like it at all it kind of no. scares me that's too much yeah we stop Ooh. some investigators bless them will try to confront the killer <laughs> and will receive growls. Mm. So he's there. He's still there. Apparently. As are those children. What the fuck? What the fuck? Ooh. There is a set of investigators who intentionally brought in a Ouija board to communicate and were running a digital recorder at the same time. And while they were setting up the board, they caught an EVP that said, I'll possess you. Mm. Before they started. And then when they tried to close out the board, they called multiple different voices saying fuck you yeah so Mo- oh. multiple not yeah. just one look at my arm yeah. look at that bullshit oh, oh man goose skin <sighs> you're welcome it gets worse another no. investigator was communicating with the spirit and he kept getting like waves of nausea as he was communicating with his spirit so he had a spirit box and a digital recorder going at once okay so when he told the spirits he was leaving he was like closing it out he was done they at the same time, I've got cold chills, picked up the word Dybbuk. Excuse me, what? <laughs> yeah. How does this fucking entity know the Dybbuk box? Excuse me, ma'am. So as we recall from episode six, just plugging that there, Dybbuk <laughs> means to cling. It oh. doesn't mean oh. demonic entity. It means to, to cling, cling which means Hebrew. something. Yeah, in okay. Hebrew, which means something attached to him. <gasps> So I have I have no I like no further information about that guy, but I guarantee fucking T something followed him home. So that's interesting. I'm crying. I know I can see it. I'm in your crying. Eyes. <laughs> I saved the best for last. Another investigator was using a Ouija board. I don't know why the fuck people keep doing that. <laughs> and he felt a wave of nausea hit like the last guy, right? Right. And he keeps like this keeps happening, and it finally just gets so strong that it's like he blacks out. Like, he does not remember what happened. Did he, he stabbed himself? No. Ugh. That would have been good, though. Yeah. That would have been tied it, tied it together very well. So afterward, when he talks about it, he thinks that he was partially or completely possessed by the killer's spirit. So there are other investigators in the room with him while this is happening. Oh, sh- He's not by himself. Okay. Yeah. So I'll show you the video. It's fucking wild. Oh, my God. So he starts to smile and talk and laugh even when people aren't talking to him. 
Like he's looking around the room, looking at stuff, laughing. I don't want to watch this. Or talking. I don't want to watch this. <laughs> it makes me really uncomfortable. Is, it, is the sunlight Ooh. still out? Nope. nope. We're not going to watch it. Okay, fine. So I'll show it to you later. When another investigator in the room, they've started ignoring him because they're like, I don't know what the fuck's going on with this guy. <laughs> so <laughs> that's the last thing you're supposed to do when you're doing an investigation. Someone starts acting weird. That ignore them full, yeah, that's full attention Jesus why are Christ. you acting different here's some holy water take a drink bud <laughs> like oh jesus does it burn oh. is it spicy <laughs> there's a reason it's spicy oh jesus fuck okay okay so another investigator like they're ignoring him this investigator asks why the killer spirit won't leave and the possessed no. investigator says i can't <gasps> yeah and they have a video camera on his face when he does that. Uh-huh. So he says, I can't. And you can see on the camera an orb fly out of his mouth. I'm going to throw up. Uh-huh. I'm going to throw up. Yup. He ended up getting so angry and so worked up that he went to leave the room, right? Like right. he was storming the fuck out. Like he was pissed. He stumbles into the doorframe. And then it's like he's he's himself again. And he goes... What did you guys do? My back hurts. And they're like, what the, what? What the, the fuck? fuck do you mean? So they pull his shirt off and he's got three like dark scratch marks down his back, like all the way. Not just like a little spot, like all the way down his spine. Oh, yep. That one makes me a little uncomfortable. So Jesus. Yeah. And now we're going to talk about Ghost Adventures with Zach Bagelbites. Fuck. Yeah. Do it. So we're not done. Zach starts, of course, by learning the history of the house, goes over that, talks about it. He is upstairs with a neighbor, and the neighbor claims that he has been followed home by something evil from the house, mm-hmm. like it like it has attached to him and his house now, oh. so he gets bothered by shit. So he's upstairs with this guy in the, one of the, the children's bedroom, and there's a closet that is like kind of kind of open, mm-hmm. and Zach sits down on the bed, and... The camera focuses over toward the neighbor's face, but, like, you can see where the edge of the camera would be. That's right where the closet door is. Okay. Zach does not move. That door shuts. And he's sitting right the fuck next to it. So it shuts, and he goes, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) And then, like, you see the guy's, the the neighbor's face, because that's what the camera's pointed at. Right. His eyes get so big, and his jaw, and he just, like, shrinks on it shrinks in on himself a uh-huh. little bit he's freaked the fuck out because he just watched that door close like authentic reaction Woo! jesus yeah, it was like zero to a thousand as soon as i walked in so zach of course goes inside the closet and it's just like i feel weird when he walks out wait so he went in uh-huh he went in the closet he's and shut the door f- he's a fucking psychopath he is like bless that man i don't he does he needs shit. it he <laughs> needs blessings okay <laughs> so he comes out and he's like, wow, I feel kind of weird. And then, like, that's the end of it. They don't mention it again. And I'm like, Zach, honey, no, stop. So remember earlier when I mentioned the girls who live there mostly by themselves? Yes. They get them to come into the house for an interview. Oh, fuck. Yes. Okay. So their names are Lydia Cloud and her sister, Patty Williamson. Okay. So they detail some of the experiences that they had, like, in person detail them. They would wake up in the middle of the night and hear little girls giggling and whispering right next to their bed, mm. which seems to be a pretty common thing that happens in, in that house. Right. Okay. They also described their dad sharpening one of his knives at the kitchen table. Yes. And they remember seeing what looked to be some sort of an unseen force, like turn the knife 
out of like twisted out of his hand yeah and then he got stabbed so it wasn't so even, they saw it yes oh my god yeah, so it wasn't even he stabbed himself no. it was like he was pushing it across the whetstone yeah and it's like something fumbled it out of his hand and then stabbed him mm. so that was fun and we're gone i didn't like that so one of the sisters when she was uh linda when she was talking about that and kind of describing what happens they're in the kitchen mm-hmm. and she ends up saying oh no he didn't like us being here this is his house and zach goes who excuse me whose house and she goes oh the murderer like completely matter of fact like she's in her 60s now like <gasps> 100% matter of fact, like, oh, no, this is his home. I didn't like that. Excuse me, excuse me, ma'am. So immediately after she says that, she gets really flustered and she's like, oh, no, I need to sit down. I'm very nauseous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got the cold chills now. So she sits down on the stairs and Zach's like, okay, would it be all right if we did like an a EVP session right now because you're being affected by something? And she's like, yeah, honey, that's fine. Do it. <laughs> so he pulls out his recorder and he's going and he asks, you know, hey, I want to give these girls some sort of closure. Do you have anything to say to Linda? Uh-huh. He plays it back and you hear a deep male voice come through and say, where is she? Where is who? Linda. She's right here. She's right the fuck there. Patty is, I think she's younger. Mm-hmm. She's so fucking scared. Like she walks into this house. She's wringing her hand. She's like stepping backward and forward and like looking around like her eyes do not sit on anything. Damn. She's freaked the fuck out. And Zach's like, are you okay? You're shaking. And she goes, no, I'm not okay. When Linda said that we were going to come and do this, I didn't want to. And Zach goes, oh, no, I don't want to make you be in the house if you don't want to be. And she's like, okay, and leaves. Damn. Like doesn't even do that like polite thing where it's like oh no we're already here it's fine she's just like all right and then walks out she's not having shit okay okay (laughs) zach's like god okay so he interviews her outside and she tells some of the same things that her sister did so then they finally get to the investigation after the interviews Mm -hmm. and zach being zach went to the museum what the fuck did he do okay he got the axe (gasps) that is assumed to be the murder weapon from the museum. No. And brought it in the house. No. Yeah. That's that's what he do. And the boys are like, oh, it's a trigger object. It makes sense. I can't stand him. <laughs> I swear to God. It makes me uncomfortable. Uh, they also invite a retired police officer who is like a hard skeptic. They're like, hey, you want to investigate with us? And he's like, I don't give a shit. Sure. It's not real. Yeah, basically. That's <laughs> yeah, fine. <laughs> he's going to learn today. Right. Because he, he is a specialist on this case. Like he. Okay devoted a lot of his time to trying to solve this cult case okay so he's like yeah like they're going through the house and he's like yeah at the very top of the stairs there was a pool of blood because you know the axe dripping and he stood at the top of the stairs for a minute and it's like like he knows crazy like very specific details okay almost immediately after walking in like maybe 15 minutes they're there they start hearing unexplained banging that they don't have to enhance the audio. It's, it's just very obviously there. Uh-huh. All of them are on the same floor and they're like, what the fuck is that? So they go upstairs, they follow the noise and they receive an EVP of an angry man's voice yelling, I killed six kids. <gasps> like, you can fucking hear it. Like, like class A uh-huh. hear it? Yeah, oh. class A hear it, my man. Oh my fucking God. Followed by the sound of an axe swinging. Like the cop listening to it the first time was like, that sounds like an axe. <laughs> I'm gonna throw up. I'm like nauseous. It. I am I fucking don't. nauseous. I don't like it. Woo. Woo hoo. 
All right, we're going to have to get ice cream after this or something. Oh, Jesus. I'm going to cry. This has been a th- My a eyes time. are watered. I still got a page and a half. Are you fucking kidding? Oh, half a page at least. Okay, yeah, half a page. Okay. okay. Woo. All right, so here's the th- here's the thing that made me like scream. Okay. Because, you know, I did that gasp thing. This yes. was the scream. Okay. So one of the static cameras that they have set up is at the like top of the first flight of stairs and then there's like a door that shuts like up to the attic so that door is completely open because they intend to go into it later right? okay and it covers like the doorway into the little kid's bedroom okay <sighs> so they hear on that camera's audio like that camera specifically heavy footsteps walk up to the attic door mm-hmm. the door is up against the wall open okay that motherfucker slams <gasps> Like, full force shuts. And they caught it on camera. Damn. Yeah, that's why I screamed. So, that happened. I didn't like that. So, they're using a spirit box in another section of the house later on and asks, like, they're down in the, I think, the living room or in the the bedroom where the Stillinger sisters were. Okay. And Zach asks if the spirits are scared of them. And they receive no through the spirit box immediately. They're not scared? Nope, they're not scared. Then he asks who's there, and he gets a little girl, say, Lena, which is one of the Cylinder sisters. Okay. That's her name. Okay. Followed by another girl's voice saying, want to play? Is that, is that the demon, or is that <laughs> or is that the little kids that are trapped with the demon? Then Zach asks what their names, like, he asks again, because it's been, like, silent for a minute. He goes, okay, what's your name? And he gets a little boy, say, Paul, who was the smallest child, <gasps> the smallest, uh, more child. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So after not getting anything for that, they hear some more bangs upstairs. Oh, Jesus. So they go up the stairs. Jesus. And on the way up, Zach asks, who's up here? What's going on? And he hears a deep, scary man's voice say, everyone's fine through the spirit box. (laughs) I don't like that one. So Zach does the most Zach Bagel Bites thing I've ever heard in my life. Wait, worse than getting Lady Snake to do a ritual to invite in a succubus? Okay, so the second most Zach Bagel Bites thing (laughs) He, okay he takes the attic up and or he takes the axe up into the attic oh my him. fucking god zachary jesus uh-huh. <laughs> to, to do an evp session so he gets up there and nick's with him and of course they send aaron to the basement poor aaron yeah so aaron's in the basement while they're upstairs and aaron asks you know he, he's down there and he's like oh no i mean like if anything scary is gonna be around here it's gonna be up in the attic with the axe like i'm fine and then he's doing an EVP session and he asks, um, who killed, who who butchered your family, I think is what he said. And he gets a response saying, they're upstairs. <laughs> I don't like it. Aww. I don't like it at all. Ooh. So Zach and, and uh, Nick are up in the attic with the axe. Mm-hmm. And Zach asks, is this where the murderer waited for the family to fall asleep before killing them? Right. And then he catches an EVP of what straight up sounds like a dude fucking snicker laughing. <gasps> it makes me so nauseous. I can't. Woo. Cold chills. Yeah. So uh. that's fun. And then Zach follows that up with asking, is the killer here? Are you here with us? Uh-huh. And then the EVP says, we're going to keep them in the dark. <laughs> and then Zach asks, or Zach follows that up with... You're a sinner for what you did, you know, in the dramatic way. That right. Yeah. Do. Yeah. He does. Uh, and then a demonic ass sounding voice says e- even like deeper. Worse. Yeah. Okay. Says you're going to give up blood. I hate it. 
Oh my fucking god. Yeah, so they they got a lot of shit. So that is well, like very clear. Yes. Okay, because some of the stuff they catch is like yeah. Yeah. it's like, oh come like we don't know what that says. Right. But. So there was a couple that I left out just because of that. Um there was actually a, another paranormal investigation group that went in that they were in there for six minutes and captured twenty two EVPs in six fucking minutes. Like class A's? Ah, like varied. Okay, okay. So But just you could hear yeah. voices twenty two yes. times in six fucking minutes. Correct. So you'd be lucky if you get that in six hours. Yeah. So this house is just hippity hopping all the time and it's awful. Yes. So because I don't know, like with the Ouija board and all of the different voices saying fuck you, I'm curious if it was as a result of like having so many spirit board conversations, other spirits have just attached. Yeah. You're stirring that shit pot. What the fuck? Yeah. It was real dumb. It was real fucking dumb. Uh, so yeah, that's the Felisca Axe Murder House. And it's haunted as shit. It's haunted as shit. Yes. I saw that and I was like, it's a murder. <laughs> We're not true crime. Why are you? And you're like, no, no, it's murder. I was no, like, no, no. I got that no, text in the morning and I was like, all right, let it rip. <laughs> if it's haunted, let it rip. It's haunted as shit. I would do a day tour. I would okay. not do a night tour. It's in Iowa, so it's not that far. That's not that far. Mm-hmm. I mean, anything that's like... Closer than Nevada is not that far. <laughs> to be fair. To be fair. Okay. Great. Cool. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. Hey, you're welcome. I wish you didn't. I hope you cried. <laughs> I cried, I think, twice. Good. Oh, that was a great time. That's probably the roughest one. Really? Honestly. Okay. Well, I gotta up my ante. That was rough. Good. Okay, cool. All good, right. Good, good. So, if you want to more rough stuff, <laughs> check us out on our website at com. Also, it would be super swell. I didn't think about this. I meant to include this in other podcast episodes. If you could leave us a review on iTunes. Oh, yeah. That no, would be super huge. swell. That'd be swell. That'd be great because people don't know how our podcast is if there's nothing out there. So please, if you take just a second to leave us a review, that would mean the world. Also, if you're on Podchaser, which you have to have an account kind mm-hmm. of to leave a review, which is annoying. Yeah. So if you if you want to do that, we're on also on Podchaser. Mm-hmm. As well as Good Pods, which is still fairly new. We're on Good as Pods? As, mm-hmm. Yes, as far as I signed us up for Good Pods. Okay. You're welcome. I didn't so, know that. <laughs> you're okay. Uh, they're still relatively new, but I know that's a way a lot of people are getting their podcast now. So. Yeah. So if you could just leave us a review, that'd be Please. super nice. You could also follow us on Instagram or Twitter mm-hmm. at H-H-I-B-K-H podcast. Respectively, on both yes. of the social medias. I'm on Instagram. Zoe's on Twitter. As of the last time we recorded, Katie was winning. But as of today, I'm winning. You're winning winning on Twitter. You have more Ah, followers. Keep that going. Yeah. Fuck off. (laughs) Or if you like what we do and you like to support us, we can always buy more equipment, stickers, all that fun stuff to give to you guys. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash haunt her. I barely know her. Until next time. Haunt her. I barely know her. That was real country. Bye. (laughs)